Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for Atlanta Business Radio. Brought to you by OnPay. Built in Atlanta, OnPay is the top-rated payroll and HR software anywhere. Get one month free at OnPay.com. Now, here's your host. Lee Cantor here, another episode of Atlanta Business Radio, and this is going to be a fun one. But before we get started, it's important to recognize our sponsor, OnPay. Without them, we couldn't be sharing these important stories. Today on Atlanta Business Radio, we have Angie Lisea with Global Travel Collection. Welcome. Thank you so much, Lee. Well, I'm excited to learn what you're up to. Tell us a little bit about Global Travel Collection. How are you serving folks? So we're very excited, first off, that we're coming into your guys' community, um, but the, to start Global Travel Collection is uh, the world's largest, most sophisticated community of travel industry agents and agencies. And so what we've done is within our Internova parent group is created uh, operating companies, and the operating company, Global Travel Collection, focuses primarily on luxury, leisure, and bespoke corporate travel, as well as entertainment and production business, travel business. So now how are, how's the, can you give us just kind of a general where we're at with the uh, travel in in the world today? It, It seems like it changes almost on a daily basis. Some countries are open, some countries aren't. How do people even plan for travel nowadays? Yeah, so it's a good question. Last week I was asked, what can, what's the most consistent thing we can count on in 22? And I said inconsistency. So a little bit cheeky, but yes, it does change every single day. The good news is volume is picking up fairly substantially. And there's a couple of primary drivers to that. One of the driver is the actual vaccination for family members or for children. So, you know, in many cases, parents were able to go, children weren't. In in many countries, you couldn't travel unless you had, um, you know, a vaccination or you were willing to quarantine for 10 or 14 days. So the the, um, announcement of the fact that the vaccine is going to be available to younger folks um, is a driver of volume increase, albeit that is relatively recent. And then the opening up of across the waters for Europeans to come over to the United States. Volume is growing. It's growing at a decent pace. Are we anywhere near where we were in 2019? No, as an industry, we're probably running somewhere around the 60 to 65% range of 2019. But the good news is volume is increasing. It's increasing steadily day after day, week after week, and month after month. And barring any particular, you know, huge flare up in the coronavirus, I think that for me, I would forecast my um, group would be back at 2019 levels, early, late 22 or early 23. Now, um, I would think this is a good time for your business in terms of showing that there's value in working with a travel advisor instead of going at it yourself. I would think that now people want to have an expert to kind of help them navigate this. Yes, for sure. First off, I'd start back to when the pandemic happened. You know, for for many of these advisors, they were the unsung hero within this whole pandemic because we had thousands and thousands and thousands of travelers stuck in different parts of the world trying to get home. People would purchase very um, exquisite vacations that they were trying to get refunds for. And these advisors starting, you know, in March of 2020, 
were basically working for free or at a loss for months on end, trying to get their their travelers back where they belong, trying to get them refunds, sitting on the phone for hours. That in itself should show um, the consumer base when it comes to somebody having your back, travel advisors have your back. But also when you look at the complexity of travel today and moving forward, you know, going back to you just get on a plane and you really don't think about things that other than maybe your visa or passport, those days are gone for for the foreseeable future. So, you know, in this travel agents have always been consultants helping consumers find the best location for the best value, you know, making sure that the endless, you know, A to Z of the trip um, is is accommodated for and that um, the travel agent is thinking of the questions that a consumer has not even thought to ask yet, right? That kind of summarizes a travel advisor. And then you lay layer the complexity of the pandemic on top of that and the changing of protocols. What do you need? What's the paperwork? The paperwork for each country is different. So could you imagine a consumer or a traveler trying to navigate the issues with the coronavirus, what documentation is required, where do I get the paperwork, what if that um, protocol changes, and then plus on top of that, just the fact that we are still dealing with occupancy and capacity constraints, um, you know, spaces of where to go, where to travel, where to stay are limited as well. So all of those things are encapsulated in the value that a travel advisor brings to a traveler or consumer. Now, how has the how has the shakeout in the industry for travel advisors been with the advent of so many of these online places where you it, it seems there or I'll just say they make it seem that it's possible and doable and almost easy to just do this on your own and you don't need a travel advisor. It's yeah. been my experience. I prefer personally to always have an expert at hand because I, I want someone who's already been there and done that and knows what I don't know because they're dealing with it every day. Um, but I would imagine that a lot of the public thinks this is something that they can do on their own. Yeah, I, I think there's a fair amount of people who think they can do it on their own. But, you know, I, I like to say you you hire a personal trainer to learn to work out. You hire a nutritionist to learn how to eat. You hand, hire a financial analyst to help you with your money. Travel is not inexpensive. Why would anybody not take the available expertise of somebody who knows, and exactly to your point, who's been there, who's done that, knows what pitfalls to watch for, knows what the advantages are. Why wouldn't you be using the expert? These are not just jobs to these people. These are, this is their career. This is their life career. And they are absolute experts in this space. So, you know, the, the online space, they're doing their job, they're marketing because they're trying to say, you don't need an advisor. They're doing their job. But in reality, exactly to your point, why wouldn't you use an expert? and avoid the pitfalls, understand the questions that you should be asking. Um, it, it just, to me, it sometimes boggles my mind to think why people think that they shouldn't use an advisor, but each to his own. Um, if it's me, I'm calling an advisor for sure. Well, I think that to your point about it, it's not only is it expensive, but it's to make a mistake based on somebody has a persuasive web copy on an internet that you were in three o'clock in the morning looking at, 
um, without knowing, kind of having boots on the ground and having been there and known, hey, that's in a terrible neighborhood. I've seen people like book hotels that are nowhere near where the, anything is be, because it was inexpensive and it seemed they made it seem like it was a, a suitable uh, choice. But, yeah, and they they make it seem like it's just around the corner when in many cases it's not. So, um, yeah, Lee, I agree. I, I think you're doing a great job in helping us send the message just in your commentary on what you're saying, um, because in the end, these guys do know what it's like to have boots on the ground. Right. So, I, I mean, this is one of those things. It's kind of I don't want to say it's a pet peeve, but it's one of those issues where people think they're they're saving some money, but they're not because one mistake is going to cost you, it could be way more than money. I mean, it could be you're stuck now there for two weeks and there's all these unintended consequences of making a mistake. Yeah. Or, or just wasted money on things that you thought you were going to get that you're not going to get. I mean, who's going to go fight that battle if you show up your hotel at 10 o'clock at night and they say, I'm sorry, we don't have space. You're on your own. If you booked it on your own, if you booked it with the travel advisor, they're there to help, you know, resolve the issue for you. Now, in your role as president, is part of uh, that role uh, attracting travel advisors to the company and partnering with travel advisors, or is it uh, just um, helping get the word out with enterprise-level companies and and, uh, people that want to use a travel agent? Yeah, so I think it's all of the above. Um, you know, we're we're very particular in our organization as to the advisor that we're looking to attract. So we always look to grow our advisor population, but we don't want just every advisor. We want advisors that are going to add to um, our portfolio, add to the value, add to the level of expertise. So, for example, if somebody is, not, you know, we ha- we find an advisor that's a, a specialist in Bucharest, and Bucharest is a hot place right now, and a lot of our advisors maybe don't know it, that's a great advisor for us, right? Um, but we don't want just any advisor. We want advisors who are going to add value to our consumer base, to their consumer base, and to the agent population as a whole. Um, from doing more to create volume and travel. We're doing a lot around thought leadership and, you know, exposure to the value of a travel agent. Um, Hence, you know, our recent campaign book human um, to really show the value of the advisor. So we're looking to bring in advisors to grow our portfolio, but we're also looking to bring in new consumers that the advisors can support. And then that ideal consumer, is it somebody at, at the corporate level or is it executive? Is it for personal travel or business travel, both? Yeah, so all. So in our segmentation, um, the beautiful part of Internova, which is our parent company, as I say, we have a place for every traveler that wants to travel. So within our segmentation, right, we have um, primarily bespoke um, corporate travel. We have corporate clients. We have a lot of high-end corporate clients and then executives of corporate clients. So we certainly target the corporate space. Um, a very hot area for a lot of travel agencies, certainly for us, is production and entertainment. So attracting those, you know, the, these companies that are producing new films and new TV programs um, and handling the production travel for them or even top entertainment musicians, singers, actors that, um, you know, are, are um, you know, these very iconic individuals in their space also do a ton of business for us. So we really, within our group, we have those four areas that we have high focus on. We're also looking at focusing, um, expanding in the honeymoon and romance area, as well as 
health and wellness, I truly believe Lee will be um, one of the top um, verticals for types of travel in the future. I think coming out of the pandemic, a lot of people said, I want to try to find peace and balance. And um, that health and wellness segmentation is growing substantially. The placation? Oh, um, the um, health and wellness. And then the play, I'm sorry, you said? Well, I said the word placation, where you're going to play and you're trying to kind of recharge. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, we we have a lot of people who <laughs> I kind of joke about it. We have this thing where we say it's like the getaway cation um, and it stays in the placation where a lot of people have been, you know, in their home with their families for all these months. And they're saying, I want to get away and I want to go play. So I think that plays into your space, too. A lot of people have really assessed that reassessed themselves. They've reassessed what value is. And in some cases, going out and just having some fun and relaxing is really important to consumers today. And so we are seeing a lot more in that sort of fun play space of, it doesn't have to be a big serious um, um, vacation. It might just be a weekend away, but it'll be relaxing. So say I'm an executive at a uh, enterprise level company and I um, wanna work with Global Travel Collection. Is it something that I have kind of um, an account person that's on my team that says, hey, my family and I wanna go you know, on an all around the world trip and then, and we just start talking about it. Is that how it works? Like, or is it, I go to a portal and I figure it out or how does it work? Yeah. So if somebody would like to do business with us, we have multiple websites across our different brands, um, global travel collection. Um, we have, um, pro travel, Zell travel in the no experience, Andrew Harper. So any of those brands, um, that somebody might be familiar with, or again, could go directly to Global Travel Collection, they can launch an inquiry directly from the website. And then what we would do is match them up with an advisor. And then the advisor would become their con- consultant or consultation for whatever trip that they have now and into the future. The interesting thing about travel agents, Lee, is it's much like a hairdresser, right? So people will follow their hairdresser. They will, once they find a hairdresser they like, they're with that person for life. Travel agents are much the same. Once you find a travel agent that you trust and you know has your back and is going to take care of things, they stay with with the advisor for years and years and years. So we're we're ready and waiting for all of the inquiries to come in um, through either our website or reaching out to um, one of our 800 numbers. So now, um, why did, what was uh, the impetus for the move to Atlanta? So Atlanta has been an area that we've been very, very interested in for a long time. And it just so happened that we had a group of advisors that are longstanding um, members of the Atlanta community, you know, in the Buckhead and the, um, um, you know, the, the Ansley Park sort of areas. And they're, they're, institutions in the community and they had an interest in joining us and we we jumped at the opportunity at the very first conversation when they said look we we'd like to have a conversation with you guys we were committed at that point to build an office um, and grow the office in the Atlanta market we love the Atlanta population Um, And we truly, truly believe it's an area of major growth for us. So the impetus was these advisors saying, hey, we like you guys. And we were like, we really like you. And then the want and the need for us to build something in Georgia, which we wanted to do for a long time, 
it was a merit um, um, in match made in heaven for sure. Now, what is the strategy in terms of having an actual office when so much of this stuff is can be done online or over the phone or on Zoom? Is it something that you're trying to encourage this kind of face-to-face relationships and real personal? Well, I think in two parts. For for an advisor particularly, there's a, there's a fair population of advisors who don't want to work from home. They want to go into a business environment. And then we still have a large number of consumers who like to come in and sit down to plan their trip. So, you know, from, from the need of the advisor, as well as the need of the consumer, you know, to want to connect physically, personally, it was important for us to have a presence. Now there's still a fair population or a large population of people who don't mind doing things, you know, via text or email or just a phone call. And for those people, you know, we have that solution too. But we did want to accommodate the need in the Atlanta area for those consumers who still physically want to come in, have a seat, have a chat and plan something out with the advisor directly. So what do you need more of? How can we help? Do you need more um, people that want to connect with Global Travel Collection? Do you need more advisors? Both. So if there's advisors who are thinking that they feel like this would be a great place for them, the Global Travel Collection um, and our our organization, um, we'd love to talk to you. If there's consumers who are planning travel on their own and they're kind of questioning, is this something I should be doing on my own? My goodness, this is so complex. Um, Why am I thinking about doing this on my own? Please reach out to us because we have the most amazing advisors around the world supporting our customers today. And many of them are sitting right in your backyard Um, in the office we've just opened. And then is there a fee to be part of this? Are you a member of Global Travel Collection or is this something that the fees are just built into the each individual travel? Yeah. So it depends on the, the travel type. So, you know, simple air car and hotel, you know, sometimes um, advisors will charge a nominal fee or no fee. Um, Sometimes this is very extensive 200 day around the world trip. There may be a planning fee. Um, but I would guarantee you that the money and the trouble that could potentially be charged is far offset by the value that the consumer gets by working with an advisor. Working with an advisor, we don't have a set fee and say, okay, if you're going to talk to us, it's a hundred bucks. Like that's not how a travel advisor works. They assess the environment, the situation, and then there's a consultation conversation around what if if a fee is charged, what that fee might be. So you don't, you're not a member of Global Travel Collection and then no. you're, you get access to stuff. This is just, if I call Global Travel Collection, I book a trip, it'll be a transparent fee in there or, or it'll just be absorbed as part of the travel? Correct. But also, Lee, from a, from a total leverage standpoint, um, again, Internova is our parent company. We have, um, we're one of the largest agencies in North America. So our ability, our buying power is quite strong. So even though somebody wouldn't necessarily need to sign up and be a member of Global Travel Collection, there are tremendous benefits in the form of discounts, um, enhanced amenities, um, you know, just a, a, an expert advisor knowing how to price something effectively. There's tremendous value with somebody doing business with us versus maybe a smaller agency because we do have the leverage of our parent company, which is, which is amazing. But it's one of those things that it's best suited for some level of complexity rather than, Hey, I'm just flying down to visit my folks in New York. 
and I just need an airplane ticket. No, I think that there's value to that as well. Um, it just depends on the co- consumer's comfort level. That's what should drive a decision. If if you're a first time traveler and you've never booked an air ticket before, probably best to use an advisor. If um, if you just don't want to be troubled and you just want to like what I do, I just send three sentences. I need to go. This is the date. This is how much I want to pay approximately. And my travel agent takes care of everything. So it really depends on the individual. Um, the complex, the more complex, the more the advisor is needed. But that doesn't mean even a simplistic trip, somebody shouldn't consider using an advisor. Good stuff. Well, congratulations on all the success. And thank you so much for sharing your story today. Well, thank you. And thank you for helping us share the story. We appreciate it. All right. This is Lee Cantor. We'll see you all next time on Atlanta Business Radio.